happy Wednesday, everyone. Welcome to a special edition of the podcast. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's finally here. It's Masters Week. <laughs> tea times are all set for tomorrow at 8 a.m. is the first tee off time. And you know what? I'm excited. It's the Masters. It's this road to the beginning of the majors. I know we have uh, the players in March, and I talked about how sometimes that can start it off. But now that with golf and everything, how they've rearranged everything over the last couple of years, having all the majors at least one every month is great leading up to the Tour Championship. So Hudson Swafford and Michael Thomas are teeing it off tomorrow at 8 a.m. You know, And the field is looking good. I did my Masters pool. I'll get into that later on. But it is a great day. Uh, or sorry, great week for the Masters. We always know how exciting it can be. From what I'm looking here, they definitely have a lot of the previous winners uh, starting off early. Uh, you have Ian Woosman uh, starting it off. You have Hendrick Stenson here. Uh, Bert, uh, Bernard Langer is playing. Uh, lots of lots of golfers. Ian Poulter, he's not a winner, but he is playing. Corey Connors is teeing off at 9-12. He's got Wu Kim and Schwartzel with his group. So we'll see how that goes for him. And then Kisner, Neiman, Willett. Uh, there, that looks pretty good. Day and Wolf uh, looks like the early starts. But when I'm just going through the field here, because I'm just trying to get a good eye of like the majority of the groups. Uh, Weisberger and Ortiz are playing with uh, Hughes. I'm going to talk about the Canadians in the moment as well. Mike Weir is with McIntyre Pan. Uh, who else do we have here? I'm trying to look at some of the main superstars. Who we have played? Uh, former champion Zach Johnson playing with Kevin Na, Gary Woodland. Larry Kucher and Rose, that looks like a good group. Horschel, Palmer, and Hatton. Fleetwood, Mickelson, and Scheffler. And what do we have here? Fitzpatrick, uh, Sung J M, and Cantley. That looks like a good group. Here's a good highlight. Shambo, Homa, and Scott. They're going at 136. Uh, highlight group here, Finau, Oosthuizen, Justin Thomas, Morikawa, Cameron Spieth, and, S- and Spieth. Uh, sorry, I meant to say Smith. Morikawa, Smith, and Spieth. That looks like the group to keep an eye on. They tee off at 2 o'clock. So three in every group, uh, just because of the way everything is going with the pandemic. And it's going to be exciting to see how everything will turn out. Uh, I don't know who the clear winner could be. I will discuss that because I will pick my winner, who I think is going to be the clear winner, because the field is wide open. A lot of things about this course can be, you know, very deadly. You can play you tough. A lot of those shots uh, have to be dead on. We know what it can do. We saw with DeChambeau how he did not play the course very well. A lot of holes can beat you up. We know what it's like. We've seen it plenty of times uh, on TV and what Augusta can do to golfers. And you know what? A golfer is like Nirvana. It is. It's a whole, It's a great place. It's a spiritual place. Everybody wants to go there. Everybody wants to play there. It's a great course. And you know what? It's just the field is good today. And you know what? We, we want to know who's going to win. Now, the question is, can uh, Jordan, sorry, not Jordan, Justin, Dustin Thomas, sorry, Dustin Johnson, can he win? Man, did I struggle on that one. Uh, that's going to be a uh, interesting one as well. So I'm just going over some of the holes, like how some holes can beat you up. There's hole 12. We all know what it can do. We saw what happened to Tiger in uh, November last year, what it can do. There's hole 16. That can be a little tricky, especially when you're coming around the bend. you got to aim your shots very well. Uh, 18, the Holly, that's a good one too. Like These holes are very, very tough, and you have to be able to manage it. Listen, 
the rough is going to be tough. It's going to be. It's going to be you know, difficult to hit those balls out. But this course can be built to, you know, make you see one thing but actually do something the other. So like I talked about, I talked about 12. We know how deadly that hole can be. It's a, it's a good par 3. It's 155, but it can definitely be misleading. I talked about Tiger. I've talked about other golfers. Uh, I talked about DeChambeau and how, you know what, he tries to beat the course with his driver he has to play course management that's how you have to play augusta you have to manage it it's just like um playing a match play you're you're managing the course you have to strategize in every hole and augusta can do that listen it's got trees everywhere it's got it's got you know it got everywhere you have a tree you can get your ball into those rough areas especially in between the trees i know we've seen mickelson bubba watson we've seen those guys all make tremendous shots. We've seen what Nick Faldo has done. We've seen what Greg Norman has done uh, in the years when they've tried to compete uh, at this tournament. And they've won. I'm not saying they haven't, but I'm just saying this course can be dreadful. We know Rory has struggled. We know Jordan Spieth has struggled. We all remember Rory's collapse. We know that Spieth had a collapse as well. This course can make you feel alive, but at the same time too, suck out your soul very, very quickly. And you know what? I'm excited for this week. I think everyone is excited for the Masters and how big it is. We know how incredible this week is. We know the field is always exciting. We know what everyone's going to be doing. So, you know, the the honorary tee-off, we'll see Jack, player tomorrow, uh, no Arnold Palmer because, well, we he did pass away a few years, used to be those trios. So that's going to be exciting to see tomorrow when we see that first tee off with those legends and you know what it's, it's going to be t- sucks that's going to be terrible that no tiger woods uh this year i know we haven't had tiger woods in the past for the masters and it's tough when he's not there because he always brightens the field he always makes people want to watch but this year we are excited with the field we've seen DeShambo. we got dj returning can he repeat it'll be a quick repeat because the masters just ended in november and you have the masters going again so you finished last year with the masters being the last major and you're kicking off this year with it being the first and i talked earlier and i've talked in many different podcasts on different episodes on how big the the changes are for golf with having the majors in every month leading up to the tour championship but this is big it's huge and you know what i'm excited for this i love it i know i've talked about it and i've said that i'm excited multiple times but you know what it's the masters it's something that you always look forward to now i did do my master's pool i submitted three pools i did it with the golf warehouse i've shop there multiple times i enjoy going there so you know what they always do a pool and i joined up on the pool i did it back in november didn't do the best uh but hopefully this year it's going to be good so like i stated i did three two of which are very similar but my main one that i was liking uh was definitely going to be DeShambo and johnson uh you have morikawa and hovland he's definitely been a young up-and-comer Cameron Smith and Corey Connors. I am liking the Canadian because it was done in five groups. Top Guns, Young Guns, International, Europeans, Americans. And when you're looking at the Top Guns, it's a tough field. And you know what? Spieth wasn't even put into this group, uh, which is kind of shocking, but not surprising. Actually, I shouldn't say shocking or surprising because when you look at it, you know, it's interesting because Spieth hasn't been playing the best and we've seen him perform good this season but it wasn't until the Valero Open where he was able to close out and finish off those final rounds uh so but looking at the group the top guns you had Bryson Rory uh Rom Kepka Dustin Johnson Patrick Reed uh Shifley and then Thomas Thomas coming off that 
big win at the players. You have Patrick Reed, who's been consistent. Dustin's the returning champion. Uh, Shifley, who's been playing well. Kepka is the one thing that's concerning because he's just coming off a knee surgery. And you don't know what he's going to do. I know everyone's like, oh, he's channeling his inner Tiger Woods. He's going to be this. He's going to be that. Uh, Tiger Woods had no knee when he won the U.S. Open. Kepka has a fully repaired knee. He's just a little tender. It's going to be hard for him to move. You know, that can put a lot of stress. And that's kind of why I want to stay away from him a little bit. Rom, a lot of people talked about him being the winner because, you know, he just had his first child. He's motivated. He's got, you know, that big lift right there. So we'll see how that goes. Rory, we know he's competitive. We know what he can do. And, you know, Bryson, can he rebound after what happened at the Masters? Is he going to call this a par 67 again? Hmm? Let's see if he shows the respect. I know he's been bombing it. And you know what? If he can manage that drive and just land it on in the right spots, it's going to be great, but he's definitely going to be expecting to try and overpower this course. Listen, this pool is the most money in your 10 golfers. That's how you're going to win it. But you're looking at it here, I think those guys are going to be leader, money leaders. Now, DeChambeau, like I stated, can he actually win it? Can he actually be strategic about it? I've talked about this course. I've talked about what it can do. It can make you feel alive the one moment and suck your soul out in the next. There's been plenty of collapses during the Masters. And you know what? Like I talked about, I talked about Tiger. I've talked about Rory. I've talked about Jordan. I've talked about Greg Norman. There's been a lot of golfers who've just, you know, got so close to the jacket and had it pulled away. Now, Tiger, well, I wouldn't say he was close to it back in November, but he's definitely won it about a few times. So he definitely knows what it's like, but he's definitely there. It can take away everything. It can beat you down. So the young guns, you know, you got M, you got Morikawa, Wolf, Fitzpatrick, Scheffler, uh, Hovland, Champ, and then you have Besnuin, Hout. You know, that's a good young core. I went with Morikawa and Hovland, uh, both young golfers, both great. Morikawa is definitely playing well. Won the PGA Championship last year, uh, internationals. The international field did not wow me. Uh, I like Cameron Smith. He's been playing great. Corey Connors is the Canadian, so you got to go with the favorite. Uh, Adam Scott, who has won there before. Uh, Neiman, Matsumi, Matsuyama, Ustazen, Anser, Leishman, all good, all young, but I did like Smith and Connors a little bit better. And you know what? Augusta actually fits Connors, the uh, way he plays the game. Uh, now, can he can be competitive? Can he start making moves? Because the one thing I didn't like about Connors is he's not really consistent. Uh, when you look at him play, you know, he does great the first holes. And then when it's time to move, it's time to take those next steps to be a little bit aggressive, he kind of just lays there and just doesn't really make a move. So what does he do next? He gets everything going and boom, all set and ready to go. And then when it's too when it's time to move up, it's a little too late. It's tough. It's hard to get up there and get himself in the con uh, contention. So we'll see how that goes. You know, he has shown highlights this season. I've talked about Lee Westwood. I'll get into the next group as well. And you know what? We'll see how he goes. This, Like I stated, this course can be great, but it can definitely fit specific golfers. We saw Mike Weir. We saw his style of game play this. We've seen what Tiger Woods has done to this course. We saw what he did in 97 and all the other courses. Even in 2009, he was great. Um, he, was, he was consistent. He was battling, but he definitely maintained the lead and was strategic, and that's how you have to be, and that's how I've talked about Augusta throughout this episode, is you have to be strategic with this course, and a lot of golfers' games can actually fit this course perfectly well. We know Tiger Woods has used the long ball and dominated. 
I'm not saying that you can't win without the, with the long ball. I'm just saying is that if you have your long ball, you have to have strategy with it. You have to be managing it. And when you get down to there, your chipping game has to be good because the rolls on these greens, the speed of it, it can take it away like that with just a snap and it's gone. So they have to be smart. They have to be strategic. And FYI, it's not November. It's April. So the weather is going to be a lot different too. So we'll see how that goes. That's, that's a big factor too. So a lot of stuff going on. A lot of things can factor in when you're playing at Augusta. And we'll see how it goes. Again, tee-off times are tomorrow. Going back to the pool, Europeans, you have Hatton, Westwood, Garcia, Perez, Fleetwood, Lowry, Rose, Casey. So I went with Westwood and Garcia. Uh, Garcia is a, a previous winner. Lee Westwood is probably, arguably, the greatest golfer not to win a major. I kind of have my fan favorite on him as one of my dark horses to win. Uh, but when I get into my picks and who I think might win, I'm definitely liking Westwood as one of my horses just because how he's been playing this year, how he does play in majors. He definitely has one of the best records of placement and com competition. Uh, and this past season has just been, you know, up and down. I think he's just due for a win. And why not win your first major as a Masters? Why not get it there? Listen, we saw the battle between him and uh, DeChambeau at the Arnold Palmer. We saw the collapse. Uh, we saw him in the lead, battling out with DeChambeau. We saw what happened at the end for back-to-back -back weeks. He did miss a cut. And you know what? We saw what happened at the WGC, Dow Technologies match play. Like, he loses out to Sergio on a hole-in-one, like, in a playoff. Like, you have all those bad breaks. I think you're kind of due to have something make up and maybe, maybe... Uh, it's the Masters. Maybe this is the weekend that he wins it. It's going to be good. Like, the field is great, and you know what? It does fit his game. Maybe this is how he closes it out. Maybe this is how he ends the drought. It's it's going to be interesting. Uh, one person who will not be competing at the Masters will be Ricky Fowler. Uh, he definitely did not make it in. Like I talked about world rankings, and it's consistent, inconsistent play, not consistent play. You kind of have to be consistent to be in the Masters. Uh, but he has definitely not been uh, consistent. And, you know, it's going to be interesting not seeing him there. He may not even be in other majors this year either just because of his play. So let's hopefully he can battle back this season. But, again, uh, I did like Westwood and Garcia for the Europeans and the Americans. Uh, Kuchar, Watson, Harris, Fino, Webb Simpson, Kisner, Cantley, Berger. I went with Berger and Cantley because I'm, I'm liking their plays. Kuchar, he's kind of like Westwood. He can show up in the Masters, but he can be inconsistent at times. He experienced, he can be there, he's in the middle of the pack, but he can never take that next step. Uh, Harris English, young golfer, great. I think he'll do well. Finau, he's definitely been Jordan Spieth this season and more. Uh, definitely been not able to close. He's been in there, he's been in the mix, but just not able to take that next step. Kind of reminds me of Corey Connors. He does everything right, but when it's time to move up and take those next steps, not competitive. Webb Simpson, I do believe he can be competitive in this. He is a good golfer. We've seen him compete. He's definitely been quiet the last couple of years, but so far the start of the season, he's been in the mix and been competitive. And then, you know, Kisner, we know what type of golfer he is. He can be competitive. He can definitely be in the middle of the pack, but can he take the next step and just go and win the whole thing? So we'll see how that goes uh, with this. But that's my one group for the, uh, the pool. I did go with Kisner in one of my uh, pools. I kind of went with a wild card pool. I went with uh, Shafley, Xander Shafley, JT, Wolf, Scheffler, 
Corey Connors, Madness Yamasuma. Uh, we also had Victor Perez, Tommy Fleetwood, Harris English, Kevin Kisner. That's kind of my wild card pool, just to see how everything would turn out. I didn't go with Patrick Reed. Like I talked about, our Rom and Kopka, I didn't go with them. Rom can be inconsistent too. He can be in the mix, but we'll see. Uh, now going over to who I think will win. Now there is that group. I mentioned Rom. You know, he can be in there. Uh, DJ, there's JT. Spieth is in there as well. He wasn't in my pool, but he could uh, he could easily be in competition. We've seen him compete well. So we're looking here. We definitely have DeChambeau, and I talked about his big game. DJ, you can't go against because he is the defending champion. JT has won here as well. John Rom, uh, he has been competitive. Now if I were to like someone to win... Um, I would kind of go with a, a player like uh, JT or DJ as one of those two, just because DJ can be consistent. And maybe we see the first back-to-back -back major winner. I mean, that's maybe what could, if someone's going to do it, it's going to be DJ DeChambeau. And I've talked about it. He could win this course very easily and dominate just the way he handled everything at the U.S. Open. Can he be smart with the ball? Can he be strategic? Can he place the ball on the right areas when he has to get and can his chips and his putt be his friends that's the thing it's great that you can bomb it i can bomb it on the course but everything else just doesn't work so it's course management and his strategy for this rom he's consistent he can be in the mix he's played well he's won a tournament can he win out and get this green jacket can he be there can he compete with those uh, dark horses. I'm liking Connors or Westwood. Because uh, you know what? I talked about Westwood. He's been great in Corey Connors. You know, this course meets what he can do, but it's the strategy of Connors. Can he move up and do it? Can he make? Can he do the right things at the right time when he's in contention or when he's in the lead? Can he be strategic? Uh, and I talked about his day three when he has been there. You know, he's struggled on day threes where he doesn't move on moving day correctly. So the goal is for everyone to make the weekend. And I talked about my concerns with Kepka. Listen, it's great that he's there. Uh, we see him stretching and everything and how he's strategically trying to get the ball up on the green. Kind of looks like uh, when I'm trying to think, uh, Camila Vijegas trying to be strategic, get the Spider-Man look, trying to get you know strength into that knee. But when you start twisting, turning, power it's going to be tough because he has that surgically repaired knee and he just had that repaired a couple week, weeks ago and that's tough for a golfer you know a lot of athletes can't really make it back from a knee injury because we've seen how it plays it's different for every sport but when you're playing golf and putting that weight and power and Kepka can bomb it he can hit it he is a good golfer and we've seen him perform in majors but can that knee hold up and can he compete uh, with this weekend and it's going to be tough so if I were to pick one right now, I'm probably going to go with DJ as the repeat. I'm liking Dustin Johnson. He's going to, He looks like he can repeat. He's been playing well this season, and you know what? He can. He is a long hitter. Don't get me wrong. Like People sometimes forget that. Before DeChambeau, he was the bomb. He can hit it. I was just watching the four-play uh, four guys on YouTube, and we saw DJ hit a three-wood about 320 yards, just off the ground easily, just no effort, just bomb it. But can, can he do that? Can he be strategic? Can he do what he did in November? And I talked about it. November Augusta versus April Augusta will be a little bit different. So we'll see how everything goes this weekend. But I'm excited for the Masters. You know what? It's great. It is. Uh, the Canadians in the field. Uh, we have Weir, defending champion. So he's doing his usual. And we have Corey Connors and Hughes 
not many other Canadians. Why? Because, well, it's all about the rankings and how you finished. It's all about tournaments you've won and where you've ranked in the top 50. And you know what? Connors and Hughes, great. Hughes just squeaking in there too at number 50 in the world. And it's good. It's good to have this many Canadians. It's great to be more. Great to be. See, I would love to see Hearn, Hadwin, Gillick, Sloan. I would love to see those guys come up and do it. You know what? Hearn used to be in this. I remember Graham Dillette back in the day. Actually, Grand Delight back in the day was not that long ago, five, six, seven years ago. Uh, he was competing in this, and there was times where he would be like a favorite because of the style of play that he does, and it fits well for Augusta. But when we're looking here, Connors, if I looked at the Canadians, he they look like the best. Weir can, you know, he can still hit. But is he the same golfer that won back in 03? No, he's definitely not. Um, definitely fits his course. He's not a big hitter, but he's a strategist. He definitely plays the holes to his favor, and that's how you have to play Augusta. It can it can tear you up, and I'll use the reference again. You can it will be you're just high in the clouds, and then it just sucks you right out. It it's a tough course, and you know what? I I hope Connors or Hughes you know wears the green jacket, and I hope it's a Canadian. I always do, because it's huge for Canadian golf if we have someone wearing that green jacket, and. You know, just seeing them. You know, we're maybe we're repeats, maybe, but it's. I think it's unlikely with the field here. It's going to be tough. It's not going to be like uh, Tom Watson at the British Open when he almost won, and we saw that collapse in the last couple holes. It's. It, we may not see it with Weir. Maybe we do. Maybe we see a Tom Watson like effort with him where he's competing until the end and then we see a collapse there but we don't know it's the strategy of this course and how some of the golfers are and durability with weir has always been a struggle and we'll see how everything turns out but you know what? it's great to see those many canadians i'd like to see more we'll see how everything goes in the next year with other majors with the pga next month plus the u.s open plus the british and the good thing is we have the british back this year we didn't have one last year, so it's tough. We only had three golf majors, so it wouldn't be the first time there's only been three golf majors and happened long long before the Masters. Got to remember that. Uh, the Masters was added back in the 30s, so we have to see that British, U.S. Open, PGA, they were there before that, so it's going to be interesting uh, this year when you have all four, no Canadian Open, and that's a tough one. Uh, but, you know, it's good. We were here. It's the season of the, the Masters. Or sorry, the start of the majors is happening now, the first major of the year. And it hasn't been too long. November wasn't too long ago. And it's great to have all mixed together and ready to play. So I'm looking forward to it. Again, tea times tomorrow. I'll be having my iPad beside me, watching it, getting excited, eating breakfast, watching a little bit. And it's going to be cool. And again, that last group that I was talking about, I'm excited for that last group. It is. It's going to be exciting to see uh, how everything's going to turn out because you just want to look at it. And I'm just going to repeat that group again. Uh, it's Finau. Oh, no, that's the group, that group before. Mauro Cower, Cameron Smith, and Jordan Spieth. That's an interesting group. Kind of go back. I want to take out uh, who JT is playing with uh, right now when they're going. Because uh, you know what? It's, it's going to be interesting. So let's just take a look here. Okay, JT. Oh, yeah, Ustazen, uh, 480. My apologies. Brain fart. Uh, Homa, DeChambeau, and Scott. That's a good one, too. And I talked about uh, Fleetwood, Mickelson, Cantley, Fitzpatrick. It's going to be an interesting day. You know what? It's always good to see some golfers come out and just take a gigantic lead. But some people are just like, oh, yes, my guy is doing great. Yes, but it's a four-day event. 
And a lot of people are like, oh, he's going to do good. You know, he got three rounds to go. He's up by 10 shots. Yes, but you can be up by 10 shots, and then you can be out of the running by Sunday. It's, it's always tough. And you know what? Like I said, Augusta can just take that away from you in an instant. But we'll see how everything goes. I'm excited to have the Masters. I will be talking about the first three rounds on Saturday's episode of the podcast. Uh, don't forget, I'll be doing much more about uh, with Saturday's episode, too. So... Uh, that's it for my Masters coverage for the show tonight. Uh, it was definitely a little special. It's Masters. It's it's fun. It's always consistent. It's, again, it's tough not seeing Tiger here this week. I know the whole field is missing him because he's a part of it. We've seen what he has done. We saw the emergence of Tiger in 1997 at the Masters. We saw what he, the future was going to be showing, what he did that day. And you know what? Seeing him win in 2019 was great, too, because there's a question of would he ever win again? Would he ever be there? And you know what? His presence is missed. And you know what? We've seen him miss it before, but what had happened to him, it's tough because he's missing it because it wasn't like, it just, it's just unfair that he's not there. It is. Listen, it's, it's tough what had happened to him with that car accident. And you know what? A lot of people were worried that if Tiger was going to be okay. And you know what? He's doing good, but not seeing him there at the Masters this week is going to be tough. It really, really is. Uh, but on Saturday, I will be talking about the first three rounds. I'll be doing my remainder of my top 25 athletes of the last 25 years, 15 to 1. Review my picks, make new picks for my NBA and NHL, and much, much more. And also talk about uh, the first two legs of, sorry, well, the first legs of Champions League because we had games go uh, this week. So I'll be talking about those on Saturday as well. I hope you enjoyed my bit of Masters coverage. Lots of stuff happening, and I'm very excited, so make sure you tune in. I'll hopefully keep you up to date on how my pool is doing. I may not discuss it. I may not. I may. So it's all based on how my team is doing. And, you know, I'll definitely talk about the final results on Monday's episode of the podcast when we find out who is going to be wearing the jacket, or is it going to be a repeat, or is it going to be someone new, part of that group? Maybe someone new will be hosting the Champions Dinner. By the way, that menu looked good, and what Dustin Johnson got, the bass, the steak, the lobster fritters, all that looked excellent, and I'm very jealous of all that food. Uh, But thank you for listening to tonight's episode. Uh, Have yourself a great night. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy the Masters. And don't forget to tease off tomorrow. I'll see you guys on Saturday. This is the Draining Jimmy's Podcast.